Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing, Yes, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. It sure does. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. And you know what it's time to do, Mr. Fazzaro? Let them have it. That's right. Today's show is called Let Them Have It with Krista McAvina. Life's an inside job. Avoid the temptation to internalize upsetting words and behaviors of anyone else. Just let them have it. Hold fast to the truth that God's in business and working on your behalf. Trust in God. Stay the course and you'll bear witness to amazing demonstrations of good fortune. On this episode, Daryl and Ed encourage listeners to keep their eyes on their heart's desire and overlook the static. And during the second segment, all the way from Los Angeles, correct? Yes. Yes. Sitting by the warmth of a well-lit Christmas tree will be artist Krista McAvina during the second segment. She's going to let us have it with today's daily word, pray for others. All right. Uh, you, you, yeah, you learned a valuable lesson this week, didn't you? Yes. In the form of our three breaths. Yes, I did. What was that? I don't need to grab it. Okay. I just let him have it. There you go. <laughs> I don't need to grab it. Well, let's actually set that up. How did that breath occur to you? Oh, um, in my neighborhood in beautiful Culver City. Yes. There's a lot of lawn signs. Right. And the lawn signs, uh, I'm not sure. I mean, the intention is noble, I'm sure. But the words on the signs yes. are uh, jarring. So you, everywhere you look... Hate, abolish, racism. It's like like jarring words that they're feel bad words, right? And uh, we already knew the title of the show was "Let Them Have It," right? And it's about not um, taking on what others are um, doing or saying that or might dishing be dishing out, yeah, or dishing out. Which is not always easy to do, and this is said in many, many different ways. Right. You know, detached with love. Yes. Acceptance. Non-resistance. 
Yeah, but there's something about saying, let them have it to yourself. Yes. And I was doing it like three times because I was on my walk excited about the upcoming show. Yeah. And then I could start getting, you know, these signs. Boom. Abolish hate. Right. Defund. Right. I mean, just horrible <laughs> Right, things. right. And it reminded me, you brought it up this week un- in an unrelated conversation about um, Mother Teresa. Right. Right. You're talking about, I, I actually, uh, I, I don't even remember telling you this, so why don't you go ahead and share it? Oh, well, Ed told me this. <laughs> you sure it was me? I think yeah. it was Stephen Tom Thorpe. No, Stephen Tom Thorpe. It was, no, because you said it for some reason Okay. about how you real maybe you were in the traffic or something and you realized something Mother Teresa said when she was asked to participate in a anti-war march. Right. And she said, uh, no, I don't think so. And the guy said, why? She goes, because I'm not anti-anything. But if you have a march for peace, count me in. Yes, yes. And because part of, uh, when I'm listening to what you're saying, a big part of this is it's um, the question is, are we dwelling on the side of the solution or on the side right. of the problem? And a lot of sort of well-intentioned uh, in, in some odd definition of the word well-intentioned people are unintentionally or maybe like because of lack of understanding of how the universe works think that by spitting out all of these slogans that they're doing something when really they're just dwelling on the side of the problem they really haven't gone fully into what right. is the solution and when you take when you say that i think about this world we live in where people think that putting a sign on a lawn while they're inside, what watching TV, like that's doing something about things. I mean, we got to be really careful about the messages we put out there. Our words have power. Yes, they and do. If we really want to get into the power of the solution, we have to dwell in the space of love, and that's why this show yes. is important. Because you're not going to change any everyone's mind around you. They're going to have times. This looks because I came up with this title for "Let Them Have It," because I realized we really. If we're if I when I'm really in a loving space, um, hold on one second. Let me close the door to the studio. Okay. And then, uh, that'll, that'll get us there. So, um, what I realized was everyone has the right to think. That's right. Whatever they're going to think, right? And and as a sometimes it can be tough when we're. What they're saying is they're sort of triggering our own upsetment. I want to reach out and say, "Stop! you stop thinking that. You change your mind. But really, our job is to let, let them have it. They have a right to think their thoughts. We can, yes. The best thing we can do is, is clean up our inside, clean up, get ourselves into alignment with God, with who we yes. are. Because until someone is willing to do that, there is no solution. Other, until someone's willing to... So we got to let them have it. Let them have it. Let them have their stuff. Because what happens if, if I fight against it, I oh. unintentionally become wrapped up in the same illusion that I want to be out of, right? Whether it's family things, if I fight with the family, if I fight with my mother, nah, nah, I end up just playing another role in the same drama. The thing is, I, I, and a lot of us been raised or somehow I used to think that was my job was to somehow take care of all these people's 
misunderstandings, you know, and try to make it better. You know, like you're a little kid. You think, ah, my job is to sort of help mom feel better or change. But it's not my job. It's an impossibility. And in fact, when I do that, I just reinforce the illusion. So my job is let them have it. My job is to take care of my life. It's an inside job. My job is to not grab a hold of these illusions. Don't when they when I find that they're in there, let them go. Because I can either have my indignation or my demonstration. Who's that? M-A-N. Yeah, but we can't have both. We can't have both because they're, they're on two different frequencies. So, but people, uh, but I can't make people just because they're triggering me into the problem. The, That's right. The, 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 otherwise, I get wrapped up in it. So I have to learn to let them have whatever their misunderstandings are. It's the quickest way. This by just if you just say this, if something, and we're talking about. It's starting in our head. We're not even, right. when we say we're upset with yeah. family or upset with neighbors, Yes, it's not, you know, rarely, rarely right. does it turn into a conversation of being upset with those people. That's right. Nine times out of 10, we start thinking about it and mm-hmm. it feels bad. And now we're wrestling with the idea. And then that makes it almost impossible to use like things that are, tools but sometimes difficult once my mind gets wrapped up in that then it's like i should be loving i should be forgiving Ugh. right but there's something about and the and also we feel bad because now we're i'm actually withholding love when i start thinking those things yes i'm immediately now cut off because i'm withholding love That's so important but, but there's something about how the dramatic effect this slogan has had in that instant that i've been using it for everything. And I started walking. So I'm getting, I'm like all excited. I get hit with slogans. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And I just, eh, just, just let them have it. Just let them have it. Yeah. Just let them have it. And I started like <laughs> laughing. like, And I was totally detached, but I felt no animosity towards them because the animosity comes when I'm hanging on to a tiny little piece of this could still affect me negatively. Right. But when you just, just let them have it, it really naturally totally releases me. Right. Like incredibly well. Right. From any of the ill side effects that I think I'm going to get. I agree. From whatever it is they're doing. Right. And then the love just starts flowing in because it's like, ah, just let them have it. And then I start moving. My mood starts elevating. Yes. In a way that I could feel myself getting back, getting my power back, like that love power, that enthusiasm power, that life is going to work out incredibly well for me. Yes. And that's the magic of just let them have it. Traffic the other day, I was starting to grumble a little and I went, just let them have it. Yes. Just let them have it. Yes. It is remarkable if you do it, if you say it at least three times, three times, your brain will naturally start working on your behalf because you're giving it instructions that are that are in alignment with the positive flow of, you know, the harmony of the universe. Right. So it's going to easily catch on to that. And it does. That's right. Because. Uh, like uh, what's his name? Uh, Reverend Ike was talking about how thoughts come with a personality that that yes. they came from. So what we're really do we think we're just when we're grappling with some ill feeling thought, we I think that I'm trying to work it out for myself. Is this right? But really, it's like I've taken that whole person into my head, and they yes. don't fit there. 
It doesn't feel good, but I'm going to stay and spend the whole day wrestling with this with this energy of someone else that has nothing to do with me. The main thing I got to do, let them have it and uh, just don't grab it. And if I do grab it, let it go. Yes. Let it go. and Because <laughs> what you just said was uh, so important to this, which is the bad feeling is that I stop sharing my love, my joy, and my light. I've, I've stopped doing that, and I've started grappling with this illusion of a problem that's not even mine. And it has nothing to do with me. And, I, and even if it somehow seems like it does, it, it really doesn't. My only right. job is to be an ambassador of God's love, to release our imprisoned splendor, which is that Emerson quote that people uh, that Butterworth, that at least I know, likes to share. Yes. But that's – we have to release every problem we have in this world, in our world. Now, I'm not talking about the quote, the world, world which we – doesn't even really exist. My world. It vanishes as soon as I release my imprisoned splendor and start sharing my joy and my love again because uh, in that moment, I am transformed by the renewing of my mind. My world is transformed by the renewing of my mind, and I live in a completely different reality for me. It has nothing to do with anyone else, yes. but it does bless everyone else in the it process. It does bless everyone else, so just let them have it. All right, let's take a deep breath okay. and clear mind here. Uh, I don't need to grab it. I let him have it. Uh, I don't need to grab it. I let him have it. Uh, I don't need to grab it. I let him have it. You know, it's so funny. The other thing that I, mean, I love this title because it made me think of how, you know, like the mafia, let him have it, boss. Because <laughs> but the thing is, it feels good to let someone have it. Yeah. But this is taking it to the type of really letting them have it that really works for me and them. Because underneath, because that I always believe like when something gives us energy like that, there's a truth underneath it. There's a joy underneath it. Oftentimes, though, it gets filtered through resistance and fighting. But the real essence of letting someone have it is yeah, like it's, you can have your whole existence. You can be you 100 percent. And as you do that, your life will transform. All the good that you've been withholding will start to flow. You can have it however you want. It doesn't affect me. My, my good's not tied into you. You're free to be you. Well, you know, it's funny. This was really a big part of Jesus's message. Yes. Well, wait, what do you mean? Well, we shouldn't have to pay taxes. Ah, belongs to Caesar. Just let them have it. Yes, yeah, but true. What, what about those guys? They're not doing anything. Eh, eh, just let them have it. Let's go to the next town. I mean, it was just yes. so like it was the best. It was the best method of detaching with love. Yes, and leaving when he's leaving because I could feel it when I do this. When I just just let them have it. Right. Like oh, the politicians are saying this and that in my town. Eh, just let them have it. Yeah, because it empowers me because I could. When you do this, I mean, at least for me, and I've been doing it this week, I could feel energy move, like healthy energy yes. move into me. Yes. Once I just say, just let them have it. Right, right. Because the world is not broken no. at all. It's functioning perfectly. These divine principles are at work, but too often we don't know what they are, so we don't act in accordance with them, or, or we forget or we've been conditioned otherwise, but... 
uh, Alan Cohen in the book uh, Deep Breath of Life says on November 26th, I must have had this bookmark for my son's birthday, which is that day. I'm not sure, but there's a reading call. I just, I was looking at this for some other reason this morning, right before the show, and I just found this highlighted piece of a reading called I Am Good Fortune. And Walt Whitman said, I do not seek good fortune. I am good fortune. And so Alan Cohen wrote, there's no force outside of you that can determine what happens to you. But there is a very potent force inside you that sets the stage for every event you experience. Enlightenment is an inside job. Luck is not a capricious gift that whimsically falls into our lap. It is a force we activate with our thoughts, feelings, attitude, words, and actions. If you're waiting for your ship to come in, get into the captain's ship and pilot it yourself. If you're waiting for a particular person to come along and make your life wonderful, that person is you. The more you love yourself, the greater your power to draw quality companions. At this very moment, you have everything you need to set into motion a chain of events that will change your life forever. And it says, I claim my power to generate my good. Thank you, God, for allowing me to co-create miracles with you. I call all of my good to me now. It is done unto me as I believe. And I just want to say with one thing about this line that I just read. I've never thought about this quite this way because it says, the more you love yourself, the greater the power to draw quality. So what I used to think this meant, and I never quite liked it because if I am love, what is the self quote that I'm loving, right? It's more about being love. But if you think about it as the more you love as a verb, the more you love yourself, you yourself go out and be loving. The more yes. you yourself be go out and become loving, then you'll draw the greater the power to draw quality companions. Everywhere you go, you draw quality companions. And again, the world changes. Anyone that's at home hiding behind signs or whatever they're doing, watching TVs that are telling them who to hate and what to do, like they're going to be still inside, you know, yeah. watching that stuff. Let them have it. There's, the more people are clung to that, the freer. Daryl and I are very sensitive people. When there's not a lot of people out on the street, we love it. Because that means we go out and we get to appreciate the world and spread joy. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. We bless everyone wherever we are. But we do tend to hang out where there's less people because so many people's heads are so full of dread. But yes. not Daryl and Ed. Well, here's a and – I, and I have found this Emmett Fox. This is from Around the Year with Emmett Fox, which is a great morning reader. And also, you know, we always talk about, you know, every show is um, inspired by a daily word reading. We always like to incorporate one if it is not directly inspired by the reading. We'll yes. find one that corresponds well. And uh, I like the paper version delivered to the house because I tear out ones that mean that hit me, you know, give me a kick upstairs. Yes. And I'll throw it in my book and then I'll forget about it and then I'll see it right when right when we need it. Right. Or right when I need it. And for this show, uh one that fell out of the book, my book Emmett Fox uh as a bookmark is from July 26, 2017, Let Go Let God. And it's funny how the word is let go let God and how well that works with just let him have it. It's the same thing as saying, yes. let go, let God. Yes. Just let him have it. Because look at this. By just letting him have it, I'm propelled forward to new avenues of fulfillment. Right. It originally said, letting go propels me forward to new avenues of fulfillment. So it, it works either way. And the same thing with when I let him have it and trust in life's perfect unfolding, 
I'm no longer swayed by experiences. Yes. Isn't that wonderful? That is wonderful. So now in Emmett Fox from December 17th, it's uh, the name of the reading, the morning reading is And Mean It. So I just realized when we, you know, say silently to ourselves or in our mental frame of mind, just let them have it, we're actually forgiving everyone who may seem to need it without exception or mental reservation. And we're meaning it. Yes. Just let them have it. Yes. Or when we say, just let them have it, we're also forgiving ourselves of all our mistakes we've ever made. Yes. And we're accepting that forgiveness and we're meaning it. Just right. let them have it. Exactly. And when we just let them have it, we're claiming that God is now inspiring us, teaching us, and healing us. Yes. It really is a wonderful way to detach with love that really gets the love flowing back through us instantaneously. And the best part of it, like everything that works, you know, joy is the strength of the Lord. That's the bottom line. Yes. Meaning the simplest, silliest solution is the one that penetrates all the garbage in my mind. Right. And instantaneously gets me right back where my heart needs to be and where I feel centered and enthusiastic about my life and in turn, everyone involved. Yeah. If you really think about most of the problems that we think we have, it's like, most of it is a nightmare we're generating. Right? Yes. Like we may bring other people into it. Say it's like the principal at my school or another or, teacher. And point at the signs. Right. But if you really think about it, a majority of what is bothering us in that situation is just stuff we're making up. If we're willing to stop, like we can even tell ourselves, look, I'm going to deal with this. But first, I'm going to own every part of it that I'm just making up in my head. And then I'm going to go for a solution. I'm going to forgive myself and everyone involved first. I'm going to check if everything I'm thinking is really accurate, and I'm going to be completely honest with myself. Am I making that up? Did that person really say that? Is that really what happened? I'll do all that, and then if there's still something to do, like if we're willing to do that first, because a lot of times my biggest problems come from me just reacting to things in ways that I've become accustomed to reacting to them. Well, it's such an emotional jolt. Yes. Like even this morning, seeing that I got an extra $30 that doesn't make any sense. Uh Uh-huh charged for the phones that I returned, you know, on the phone thing. I'm going away, $15 each. What's this about? And I I can feel the instant that, oh, I got to take care of this. Immediately I'm thinking from a not enough mentality, a fear, and I got to go, nope, no big deal. That's not in my contract. Right. Which is a show, an episode we did a few uh, weeks ago, which is another great tool for when these unexpected uh, jolts to the system come that seem real and fearful, and we got to handle it. When we just go, wait, that's not in my contract. Oh, yeah, because then my yes. my contract is to look at this faithfully. This is not a big deal, right? I'll talk to someone wonderful, or in the yes. next few days, I'll get another email that'll say, "Oops, there was." You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, this is so funny because now uh, this is really hitting home for me now because uh, lately I've really because I work with kids and psychology and all this stuff. The word trigger. Like, you know, like so many people have, have used it in ways that we don't really, you know, Daryl and I like don't usually use that word, but lately they, I'm starting well, they to use it, it more. They use it as a way to do exactly what you shared the antithesis of. They use it in a way where I can blame what I'm doing right. on an outside right, influence. Right. And usually 
it's you. Like, wait right. a minute. What do you mean I triggered you? Yeah, so it's just what, – what's happening is the spirit of it is often being right. used as blame instead of what, what it's meant to do is – Get rid of all blame, right? Yes, so, yes. But what I realized, like with the thing with your thirty dollars, which I can totally relate to, because something happened like that when a conversation with my wife, and she was telling me a totally different story, but something her family said triggered something else, you know. And but what it is is like we all have this old, this little guy who's in this, you know, the projector room, yeah. like at a movie theater, and yeah. he goes, "Oh, Miss Charge, I think we have a movie about a past, you know, like yeah. bad, something that we, I am a, some ooh. past nightmare." Let me see. He yes. goes to the shelves. And he, he, the trigger is him flipping the switch on the projector, and it starts playing. Yeah, exactly. It starts playing some old nightmare. And before I even – so now all of a sudden, instead of being with Daryl and Krista in the studio, now I'm in a little tiny movie theater in my mind watching a nightmare that neither one of them have ever seen or even realized is going on. <laughs> but now I'm starting to react yes. to life as if those things are real. And uh, until I just – let, you know, until I unplug the projector, wake up. Because that, you know, I wonder, why do I keep having the same experiences? Well, it's because I'm reacting to the same movie that's nearly worn out. The projector's played it so many times, but for some reason, I'm a sucker. Ooh, I feel like we're in the middle of an expired discussion. Ooh, my favorite movie's playing. And I just drop everything, and I go back in the theater, and I watch it, and I react to the same parts every time the same way. Man, we got to step boldly outside of the theater of our own nightmares and actually uh, see what's really going on because – Daryl and I, I said before that our heads aren't full of dread, but that, the only reason that's true is because we read this stuff again and again. And, and again. And we, we keep convincing ourselves, no, Ed, no, Daryl, come out of the movie theater. You don't need to watch that nightmare. That's never, that was never really what was going on. It's not what's going on now. Whatever you think, let him have it. Let someone else have yes. it. Just go outside and live. I think that brings new and uh, realistic meaning to – Come out into the light. Yeah, yeah. We're outside. Look, it's sunny out here. Yes. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, because we all know how horrible it is when we watch like a daytime movie, like at a movie theater. Oh my! Like at the late afternoon, and like you come out and Friday the thirteenth. You've been eating like popcorn. (laughs) You know, like come out, stretch your legs, and live in the um, heaven that's already here. Well, you know what? The first thing I say when I come out of the theater after a day, I'm like. Wow, it's so sunny out. Like, yes. it's, like, it's like, holy cow. And it takes actually a moment for our eyes to adjust to the light. Yeah, and, which remi- is a- and going, wait a minute, this is daytime. Where was I? Yeah, right, exactly. All right, so coming up next, artist Krista Macavina lets them have it with today's Daily Word, Pray for Others. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Oh, 
Welcome back to this episode of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Yes. Remember, just let them have it. Yeah, let them have it, boss. All right, I have a quick reading here. This is a tool that has really helped me. This book. You've got to share this title of this book again, because I've been reading that every night again, a yes. few pages, and man, it is pure yes. spiritual dynamite. Every uh, chapter and story that is shared in this book, which is called Prosperity Now by Mary Catherine McDougall, really makes things, makes this stuff all come alive and so makes it feel so obvious. And um, there's a chapter called Prosperity Through Expected and Unexpected. And this tool I've been using every day because you know, I work as a special education teacher, resource inclusion specialist. And um, so let's just say that my students don't always say, oh, thank you, Mr. B, for, you know, getting up and coming here and, you know, trying to figure out how to do this with us. They don't often say they don't. There's often times where it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to run away <laughs> or, or whatever, climb on a desk or whatever they're going to do. But this has really, really helped me. And then there's teachers who don't, you know, don't necessarily want my students around at times. So then I got I get to work with them. And so just to, so that I don't get bitter, broken down, worn down. But this can happen with family, friends, people in line, whatever. Anyone you can use this with. Yeah, at any workplace. Yeah, yeah. So that's just the way I've been using it this week. But she says, everything we do for people, we should do for God and not for them. This helps us look to God for good. If we say silently as we help someone, I am not doing this for you. I am doing this for God. Remember, that's silently. Say silently to someone. <laughs> I am not doing this for you. I am doing this for God. We are making it Wait, easy. Could, could that, is that your lawn sign? Yeah, right? The lawn says on the sign is, I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this for God. Yeah. We are making it easy to look to God for any reward or return. Whatever method you can devise to remind yourself that good is from God alone will be helpful. It will help if we say when we arise each morning, all that I do today, I do for God. I help him by helping anyone he sends to me for assistance. Because I work and do only for God, I look only to him for my good. My good is unlimited. I give in an unlimited manner. And I receive without limitation. All that I do today, I do for God. And all that I receive today is from God. And the, and the story she actually shared right before that, which I'm not going to go into, but she basically is talking about a woman who loved to help people, but then became bitter because why don't I? And, and I, I'm saying this because I can relate to this. We can all relate to this. I, why don't I ever get back as much as I put out? You know, yeah. like. And so that was stifling, but that attitude is stifling the oh. good because uh, God, our good can come through us through unlimited amount of channels that we know not of. There's a million ways that our good will can and will guaranteed come through to us if we are open and receptive. That's why we can't take on everyone else's crap, everyone else's BS or bad science. Because that's the other thing. When we take on other people's stuff, all we're doing is reacting to someone else's misunderstanding of what yeah. was going on. All we're Because the truth is when we're in the light of, of awareness and the consciousness of who we are and what we are, we don't have problems. We have opportunities to express more of our good and all this stuff. So just remember that when, we, when, I'm getting, when we're getting sucked into other, you know, some things that feels dramatic that might be triggering something within us. Our job is to 
you know, let turn off the projector, go back out into the light, because otherwise all we're doing is going um, – What's it called? Being like a repeat offender, you know, like uh, some, yeah. we're basically reacting to something that was not in some way, shape or form was not real in the first place. And the main thing is we just took a giant detour off the highway toward our good. Whenever yeah. I, I'm taking a giant detour into a lousy neighborhood. That's like uh, that. just real quickly, like that, that text I got from my brother this morning. What's going on with your buddy? Uh, oh, he had to have a surgery because there's something with his bowels. He's better now. He'll be out on Monday. Oh, because mom heard from someone that goes to her church who's a neighbor of your friend's father that he had to have emergency heart surgery. So I was like, wow, <laughs> that's a classic misunderstanding, a classic mom take on things. So just remember, like she was running around and had my brother believing that my friend had had emergency heart surgery. And that just wasn't the case. But he could have easily, you know, probably she, she could have easily called. Yeah. Well, that was there's two things. He could have then taken that and ran with it. He was probably so worried about my friend, too. She could have just gone right to the source and found out that that wasn't true and unhooked from the nightmare instead of running. Yeah, around. but that's, that's that is not that is not as much fun as taking an emotional stick of dynamite and throwing yeah. it in in, we, my, in your brother's bedroom window. We all have. <laughs> we I think we all have that tendency to like because of our world or whatever. Go, ha! I got a good stick of dynamite now. I'm gonna go take this and share it with someone else. So we have to be careful with that. Well, if you ever want to really let us have it, you could write us a letter and send it to Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Or you can go to our website, DarylNed.com, and click the contact button. You'll instantly open up the email and shoot us a quick email. We read our emails. We don't really have any assistance other than Daryl and Ed. So we'll get your mail, and we will. Uh, we really appreciate it. Yes. We also like to thank Jeff Comfort. He's uh, listened to every show, whether he's liked it or not, because he's our audio engineer. He's the head engineer at Unity Online Radio. And yes. each week, he takes us right into the comfort zone. Also, we always like to give a shout out, mainly to make you aware of the prayer line, yes. which is 800-669-7729 or 800-NOW-PRAY. Now pray with 800 in front of it. It's been around for over 125 years. And listen, if you're really having trouble letting someone have it, call this line. It's non-denominational and it's always affirmative. And having an objective person believe for us really helps get the good moving again. They have an app, the letter U, the word pray. They're called Silent Unity because in the, when we return to the silence, when there's all this noise buzzing around, this is why meditation and these type of things are so important. When we return to the silence, we recognize our unity. No matter how much noise might be saying otherwise, we still are all one and we are still really connected to God, to ourselves, to our truth. We just sometimes have to get beyond the noise and silent unity is a great way to help you do that. Yeah. And actually by just letting them have it, like even in within my own neighborhood, it doesn't make me feel separate from my neighbors. It's actually makes me feel love towards them Yeah, because I'm just letting them have it. Yeah. And they're just, we're all just silly people with yes, silly, silly it, stories. It's amazing tell. how it works. And also the daily word, which I mentioned in the first segment Dailyword.com, you subscribe. It's a morning meditation. You could read, you could subscribe digitally, or like Daryl and Ed like to do, get the paper version sent to your home. And um, 
today in this episode to join us and read and discuss the Daily Word, among other things, is our good friend, Krista Macavina. How are you? Good. Thanks for uh, letting me be a part of today. This is a good one. It's really good. I know a little bit about praying for people and people praying for me, at least in the past year, that's for sure. So uh, the timing is good. Oh, that is awesome. Is there like, are there anything's popping up for you that you want to share right now before uh, we get into the reading of the Daily Word? Oh, my God. I mean, so many things. I think one of the things that um, that that the Daily Word is going to speak to, I mean, maybe I should just read it. I don't know. But just that everyone has a higher power. Like everyone it mm-hmm. can be connected. And like when, like you were saying, if I get caught up in the drama, I forget that. Like I, I, I no one needs you to circle the drain with them. Um, so I, yes, I, yes. I, you know, you know what I mean? I yes, mean, if, yes. if we can remember that people are okay or, or at least they might not be okay, but <laughs> that they can connect to their own higher power. It, right. it, um, I don't know. I, I think it allows us to be more helpful, and more supportive. Um, yes. that we don't take on their fear and their burdens. Right. Right. At least in the past year, that definitely helped me. Yeah. Well, that's a hundred percent correct because they have their own well of goodness and power and there's no sense in us trying to pretend that we are that. And, you know, a lot of us who want to be helpful have tried that route and we always burn out and it always leads to resentment of one, one form or another. But when we actually lead people back to the well within themselves. That really is the best thing we can do. For sure. And I know what Daryl said earlier. I know when I was um, going through all that cancer adventure last year, um, sometimes I'd get real dark and real fearful. And it was really helpful to have people believe for me because they, you know, they could see a better outcome for me than I could see for me. Right. Um, you know, I remember years ago, one of my, uh, when I was going to school to become a therapist, one of the professors had us hold up a piece of paper with writing on it. And she had us put it like right up against our nose. And she's like, you know, okay, now read it. And you couldn't because it was too close to your face. You literally, you know, everything was a blur. And right. she goes, that's what it's like when you have problems. You're too close to it. You can't see the good outcomes. So in this case, like having people, Praying for you, who can see a better outcome, is really powerful. And you know what else I like to believe that's true, that's <laughs> confirmed, and and it's also written um, a lot by Emmett Fox and Butterworth, is the fact that we don't have to like you. The tendency is for me sometimes to beat myself up when I'm doubt being extremely doubtful for myself in a situation, especially in a health situation. And then I start going, oh, no, I'm bringing worse upon me. (laughs) The good news is, um, and they give examples of like the husband who was always sick, loved being sick apparently from the way he talked, but his wife, Emmett Fox, right, thank goodness, was a believer. And in spite of his, you know, doubt, worry, complaining, her prayers were enough to transform him. And that's the great news, that I don't always have to believe for myself. Sometimes I yes. cannot believe for myself. But as long as I have the willingness to ask somebody else to believe for me, well, then I'm in great hands. Yep. 
for sure. For sure. That's powerful. That's right. That's what that's the whole idea of faith the size of a mustard seed. It's, it's all we had to have is the seed of faith in order for us to reap the benefit of it. Because sometimes we could put incredible pressure on ourselves, especially when we think like, oh, our thoughts become things or whatever, you know, the power of our thinking. But really, the power of our thinking comes from aligning with the truth. And as yes. long as we're willing to align with the truth, which is always greater than any of that fear, doubt, and worry would ever have us believe, even if it is just the act of reaching out and willingness to allow others to do that in on our behalf, because especially people who return to the well of their own inner wellness, uh, you know, they're through meditation and affirmative prayer because they're speaking from their knowing they're not just saying niceties but it's easier for sometimes like you said for um us to uh for me to see something like you know like your idea if the paper's not in front of my face then uh you know even further still if daryl's holding the paper in his face it's really easy for me to see the truth for him because I'm just sitting right here, and that's not triggering me, as we say in the earlier one. And so then when I speak to him, and tell, like when Daryl, when, when you started going through some of your the health journey, if you will, Daryl, when he told you he can't wait to hear the good news, he already sees it. He wasn't just like saying niceties. He was tapping into that truth and being able to see it, and now here we are. And I, jo- I actually can can now... When I think those thoughts, I could really not just see the scenario, but the best part of it is I actually feel it. I mm-hmm. feel what it's like yes. to hear you saying those things to me. Right. Like there's no doubt, and I enjoy that feeling so much, and that's really a powerful prayer. Yes, yes, yes. And that, Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I'm just – I'm. Yeah, I'm 100% yeah, lined up with that. And it's it's just amazing and <laughs> to see how it shifts. Although I used to be kind of funny about who I didn't want to pray for me. Because I'm like, are they, do they, can they really see the best outcome? Right. Or are they doing like the, the poor pitiful pearl prayer? Well, that's right. important. That's that you bring up a good point. Smart. Because even yeah. um, um, somebody else we read from who skips my mind right there, right now, yeah. that they actually address that point. Like, choose wisely who you're going to tell, yep. who you want to bring into your prayer circle. Yes. Because you don't just want to ask people who you know are, um, I don't know, cynical or pessimistic. Or their version of prayer, prayer is like beseeching, yeah. not recognizing our worthiness. Well, it's funny because those. Pe- I was thinking about that too because growing up <laughs> – Asking someone to pray for you was basically um, everybody was joining in in an agreement that okay, I guess you're this, screwed. Yeah, they're screwed, or this is, your, or I guess there's <laughs> not, or there's nothing we can do. Right? Or they're basically they're asking not for prayer, but for my last rites. Yeah, that's what that's what it always felt like. And now it's a totally different ball game. Thank God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I also like, I think it was Edwin Gaines. She's the unity minister, does a lot of prosperity work. I think it's more of a Southern thing. So you got to say with a Southern accent, when someone is doing things that you just don't agree with or that kind of get in your way, like, I will pray for you. It's that. Right, right. Your prayer for others can't be to change them. You know, I mean, that, I don't think that works out. You have to change, change, you know, pray yes. to change yourself in that regard. But yes. Yeah, Butterworth yeah. talks about that. She, we can't change others, but we can change our thought about them. Yes. And yeah. Um, yeah. 
You know, I, I was thinking about this because it's really what, and we're going to get to the daily word here. It's about finding a higher perspective on what's going on, which gives us a more accurate view of what's going on. And yes. Here in yeah. Culver City, like if you're down on the ground, I'm just imagining if you're, well, if you teach like I do, you go into these schools and you start to believe these nightmares or whatever, the stressful ideas, ideas that are in this environment. Or I was thinking if you're going to Sony and you're trying to get your show or you're dreaming of that and it seems so hard. But if there's a little road that takes you up to this, you know where that baseball field and that overview is. You know, what I'm in about? Culver City, yeah, there's the a mountain. Yeah, there's a mountain here in Culver City that it's yeah. referring to, and at the top of the mountain is a beautiful plateau with a, a baseball field. Yeah, and you can park your car right there. Actually, that's the first place we talked to Denise Blake about doing the show. Yes, it is. When we were going to come on the network, but what I was going to say is, whenever I go up there. You can, I mean, it, it's such a good physical example because I feel free from all of any mental stress that's, it, it all, you know, you see it down there and you're like, oh, that's a funny little studio and there's those funny schools and you can see people walking around believing that there's something serious going on there. But when you're up there, you realize it's just life. Life is flowing. There's something way bigger than these little thoughts happening at all the time. And when we see it that way. Ah, we feel the laughter of God come through us. That's the laughter of God, the recognition that all really is well. And our job is just to bring that awareness back into our lives. Yes. So let's get on with the Daily Word, shall we? All right. Ah. I have it right here. All right. Okay. It's for Wednesday, December 15th, 2021. Pray for others. My prayers lift up those for whom I pray. When I ask for prayer, I trust that those who pray for me envision my highest good coming into manifestation. I do the same when I pray for others by focusing not on what may be troubling them, but instead on the activity of spirit within them. I relax and use my faith to trust that those for whom I pray are divine beings empowered through Christ within them. No worldly situation is greater than their divinity and their ability to claim and use divine ideas. I have confidence in this truth, especially when their confidence is shaky. My prayers lift these dear ones up. I send them the peace of knowing all is well in spirit. I give thanks for the unfolding of clear guidance and abundant blessings. And the verse with this one is, I pray that the God of your Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation as you come to know him. And that's from Ephesians 1.17. Ah. Wow. Well, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, it's just like what that great um, guru. Yes. Uh, it was a female, <laughs> female guru from the seventies. Used to would sum this up. I can't wait! I can't wait. <laughs> it summed this up very succinctly in one line when she would talk about any of this stuff, and her name was Geraldine. That's right. And she would sum this up in prayer yes. as "What you see is what you get," which is true. Yeah. What you see in mind. For those that you love or yourself would love, and like Ed mentioned, in alignment with the truth of reality, the harmony of the universe, it will come to pass. Yeah. Because you're joining with, not wrestling against the right. law of love. Yep. 
So what you see is what you get, honey. Yeah. And my my closing line is that I thought I, I was looking at the wrong daily word when I took that whole conversation about taking a higher perspective. But <laughs> it worked out. It tied it perfectly because what I read was it's one so that was called – I read this line there. Take the higher view. Take my highest – envision oh, wow. my highest good coming from man into manifestation. The next page was the word free and it says I take a higher view and feel free. Sometimes I may feel as if I'm looking at life through a knothole in a fence while missing the wider perspective. As I look over the top of the fence, I rise above my narrow view and behold a greater vision. When I see from a higher perspective, more choices become apparent. I feel liberated and realize there's more to life than my past awareness allowed me to realize. And that's what happens. Like, let them have it. All that, all that means is in that moment, if it doesn't feel good, they're probably just looking at things through their past awareness like, who am I to judge? I do it all the time. You know what I mean? Who am I to react when someone else is doing it? That's what's – this whole game of humans is so much in our mind. And the more we realize it, the more – the less I judge others when their heads go all over these crazy places. Yeah, and it's it's – this has been one of my best episodes because this tool – I'll probably say this about next week's episode. Of course. But, but because this tool really – I, I mean, I'm hoping it's as helpful to others, but you know, it's always like it's a matter of the right words at the right time. Yeah, it really is. That was like the whole, you know, the analogy, the, all these um, children's tales about the magic right. words. Right. It really right. is analogy for what I'm about to say. Like once you get the right words that click for you, yes, man, it really is the key that unlocks your heart. Yes. Because walking around this past week with all these things that used to like just get a little, like it was like a little turd being thrown into my brain. Right, right. You know, and now I'm just like, just let them have it. Yes. Just let them have it. Yes. Just let them have it. Yes. And it really turns it, it reduces me to the proper, um, my the proper perspective of I'm just a child, a little yeah. child of God. They're just a little child of God, and I don't need that toy. Just let them have it. Right. Yep. 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 And the magic words for me this week were, "Love yourself." Instead of, but it's now instead of, go do something good for yourself, where you run Self-care. away from everything and eat. You know, like where never I never end up feeling better. It's love. Me neither. Love yourself, Ed. Go out and love. Go out and love everything you can. Yes. Love being the verb. You yourself go out and love. Don't love some false idol of yourself that you've made up that's small and, and, and a victim. Yeah, Manny Petty's never really changed my mood. Not unless I'm already high off coffee and Jesus. Yes. All right, so we have a great uh, uh, story here for oh, you, that's Krista. Right. Oh, Thank my you for goodness. joining right. us. Bring it on. Uh, I had to go straight to TMZ, but this was hot off the press. It's somewhere around here. Oh, here it is. So listen, Krista McAvina loved art from a very early age. When she was seven, she was already intrigued by all the various periods and styles, just like you. One day she got in a bit of trouble when her class took a field trip to a local museum that had an exhibit which featured art by Rembrandt. While her class was eating lunch in the museum cafeteria, in the museum cafeteria, Krista's teacher noticed that Krista had gone missing. Everyone panicked. You can imagine. She's gone. Just then a security guard walked into the cafeteria with Krista who was holding a glue stick at her side and did not look happy. Her teacher shouted, Oh my goodness, what's going on? The security guard said, We found her in the Rembrandt exhibit, pointing at the night watch and asking people to help her get that thing off the wall. Krista's teacher turned to Krista and said, What in the heavens were you doing in there? Krista held up her glue stick and smiled. 
You said it was Baroque, and I was trying to fix it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That tracks, yep. All right, here comes the FedEx feline with a little, ooh, what is this? Bat poop in a bag? No, no, that's. I think that's uh, worship food. That's right, and it's guru called, food. It's called the Rose of Jericho, and it came from uh, Christina Robom. It's a gift. It says this plant is a great example of the importance of rest and rebirth. It wants to dry out for one week, for one month. I don't know what that means. It rolls on in search of water to be be reborn, no matter how dried out it looks. So it gets. It's basically a plant that it dries up. It looks like a tumbleweed. Yeah. It's a little tumbleweed biscuit. Yeah. But once it finds water, no matter how many years have gone by, yeah. this rose of Jericho comes back to life. It's a resurrection we it was plant. Kirky at first. Oh my gosh, Dean Martin. Hey uh, boys, how's it going? Good. What's going on? Uh, I just got out of leaving a meeting. I thought I'd come by. Oh, you want to sing us out? Yeah, you ready? I, I was listening to the show on the way over. I think this song goes perfect. Oh, the weather outside, outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've got no place to go, let it go, let it go, let it go. Visit DarylNed.com to find easy links to everything we do. And thanks again for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl Ned on Unity Online Radio. I know that God loves me so. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 